You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode features audio from a session of the latest PodPros quarterly event. To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 183. And now please enjoy today's episode. Hi there. I am really excited to be here. I can't believe I'm here sharing the stage with so many amazing people in this industry. In the last quarter, Alex had Chris Kremitzos from PodFest, James Altucher. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm going to tell you, the excitement is real because there is no reason of logic why someone like me should be here taking the stage talking to you. And it's because of what I'm about to share with you. Now, this is a time in the movies where somebody's about to go live on national TV and the organizers, like the producers are in the back saying like, what is she doing? What is she doing? She's going off script, cut her off, cut her off. Like, like they have like the, the finger in the button. So Alex, let me finish saying this, okay? Because what I'm about to tell you is something that most podcasters are not going to share with you. And that is that I don't even have a thousand followers on any of my platforms. I don't have a thousand male subscribers. I don't have a thousand Instagram followers. I don't have a thousand subscribers to my podcast. I have what you would call a tiny audience. Are we still on? Alex, did you cut me off? I'm still good? Wise man. So how is it that someone like me can come and take up this space to come and talk to you? Well, you wouldn't know because I'm a completely unknown person that I have actually hosted four podcasts to date, that I have interviewed the giants of the industry. Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Laura Belgray have all been on my podcast, that I make thousands of dollars of recurring income on my business. And I, I hit the six-figure mark within the first year of having my first business podcast. So how is all of this possible, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, I need to make sure that, that this is what you want, that you have prioritized monetizing your endeavors, all this time and effort that is taking you to put your podcast out there, that your goal is to monetize it, but not to monetize it once you have grown it, right? Not to monetize it once it gets big, but to start monetizing right now, right? And the reason all of this has worked for me is because I decided that all the rules that I was coming up in my head that apply to big podcasts, they don't apply to me. I'm going to exempt myself from the pressures that go with monetizing a big podcast because I don't have one. I don't have a big podcast. Why would those rules apply to me? Rules like sponsors will only care about your podcast if you have big numbers. Rules like uh, you have to be prioritizing growing the audience if you ever want to monetize it, right? Rules like your top priority is growth. I said, you know what? 
not going to go down that path. So instead of trying to act like a big audience podcast, I act like a small business whose goal is to monetize the audience that they already have. And I'm going to tell you about the rules that I created in this tiny audience universe in my head that have helped me get to where I am today. But before I start, let's kill the elephant in the room because I know what you're thinking. You're here looking at me and you're like, well, of course, doors open for her. And of course, people want to be on her podcast. Look at her. She's so pretty. (gasps) Thanks. That is so nice. I wasn't expecting that. No, Pat Flynn had no idea what I looked like when he said yes to signing up and being on my podcast. You guys, my podcast didn't even exist when John Lee Dumas said yes to being on my podcast. In fact, John Lee Dumas was episode one. Pat Flynn was episode three. So it's not not all those things that you're telling yourself. They're just not true. All these blocks that you're putting in front of yourself, they're just not there. So I wanted to tell you what these rules of monetizing a tiny audience are. And we're going to start with one that I'm going to just come clean with you guys. I hate talking about this. (laughs) This is not the, the sexiest topic for me. And that is mindset. You guys, I come from a corporate background. I was a project manager in software. I have a computer science degree. For me, logic and strategy is where it's at, right? Like, just tell me what to do, in which order to do it, and I will go and do it. So when I got introduced to the topic of mindset, I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, like woo-woo. And then through experience, I realized that mindset, it's like, 80%, something crazy of your success. It's all in your mind. So when I decided to ask Pat Flynn to be on my podcast, Laura Belgrade to be on my podcast, Rachel Luna to be on my podcast, I had to tell myself, not just white knuckle and just do it, but I had to be convinced. I had to go and search for my confidence. And if there's one thing that I'm really confident about, is that I I can interview people like nobody. Like that is something that I can do really, really well. Doing research on a guest, I love doing that. I love surprising them. And I'm going to tell you, I, I when I asked Rachel Luna, who is a giant in my industry, in the coaching world, when I asked her to be on my podcast, um, you know, I was expecting what most people expect, right? Like, uh, you know, they're probably going to say yes at first, but then say no or not show up. Like Rachel Luna showed up and not only did she show up, I gave her an amazing interview and I asked her, would you mind sitting down with me again? Because I feel like I didn't even get to half of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Would you do this with me again? And we'll make this a two-parter, double-decker final episode of the season with you. She said yes. She showed up again a week later. And we recorded a double-decker episode. And at the end of that episode, she was so amazed by my ability to interview her and surprise her with tidbits that she asked me to interview her on her podcast. That was an incredible opportunity that should not be available to people with a small audience, to somebody like me. But it was that mindset work that I had to do on myself to remind myself that I know what I'm doing. And that I do not need some numbers to validate that I know what I'm doing. 
And I know that's where you can get to. I know that you can reach into that confidence for yourself. So that is kind of rule number one of monetizing your small audience is realizing that a number doesn't define you and that you can start being that big personality right off the bat. And whatever you do is going to be amazing because what you touch turns into gold. You just got to reach out and actually touch it. Why don't we go to rule number two? Because I really believe that this is, you could do everything I say in this talk, but if you're not doing this, then monetization is just not going to be in the cards for you. And that is that the money has to come from somewhere. Okay. We're not just talking about growing your podcast. We're talking about monetizing it. And the money has to come from someplace and you make money by selling something. So you might have something to sell right now. It might already be set up. You may have a Patreon. You may have a service, right? Maybe you're a coach and you're selling your services. Maybe you have a course. You already have something that you're selling, but it's not, when you say it's not selling, it's almost like you gave it the job to go and sell itself. No, my friend, you need to be selling it. I remember in the past 18 months, I went to my husband and I told him, Honey, I didn't make any money this month, but I know why. It's because I didn't sell anything. Not because it didn't sell, but because I didn't sell it. When was the last time you talked about your offer, about your value proposition on the podcast, online, to your audience, to your mailing list? When was the last time you put out an offer? So step two has got to be that your offer has to be clear and present all the time. And now let's go back to the mindset piece because you might be thinking, well, I don't want people to think that I'm selling them stuff all the time. I am telling you, if that's what you're thinking, you're not selling nearly enough. And that may account as to why you're not making money in your podcast. You gotta be able to say and mention your offer multiple times before people take you up on it. Okay, like for Patreon, for example, my husband is one of those guys that takes months and months to pay for something, right? He does months and months of research. And one day I noticed in our bank statements that he was paying for a, I believe it was a a $2 Patreon subscription. And I asked him like, this seems very out of character for him. And I went up and like market research time. Why are you paying for this? And he said, well, I listen to this podcast and they say that link all the time, but I'm never in a good place to go and do it because I'm driving or I'm doing something else. So one day I was at my computer and I remembered them and I typed it up and I decided to contribute. I thought it was a nice thing to do. That wouldn't be possible if those podcasters were saying that link only once a month. That wouldn't be possible if my husband wasn't able to remember that and put a, a, a check in their in their brain, right? And put put a put a put a to do item on their brain saying, oh yeah, I do want to contribute to these guys because I love them. That's what you're doing when you're reminding people of your offer is reminding them, hey, this is something you wanted to do. Here's another opportunity for you to do it. So we covered mindset. You gotta get that confidence out of you. It's in there. Just gotta get it out. We covered, you gotta be putting out offers. The final rule of tiny audience monetization is one that you've heard before and you're probably not doing enough of either. And that is that you need to be talking to your audience every day, every week. You got to be talking to them. Now, there are some things that big accounts can't do. 
For example, if Joe Rogan went on his podcast and said, hey, by the way, send me a DM so we can chat about whatever. Tell me what your favorite guest has been so far. Or tell me somebody I haven't interviewed yet. Who should I interview next? He would get flooded with DMs, right? So you might be thinking to yourself, well, if I ask people to send me a DM, I may not be able to keep up with the load. Uh, that is not scalable. That's not something I see Joe Rogan do, so I'm not going to do it myself. When was the last time you had a nice, long conversation over DMs with Joe Rogan? It's something he can't do. He doesn't have the luxury of it. You do. With a small audience, you have that ability to talk to your people. If I asked you right now, who's your ideal audience member? You're probably going to come back to me with some avatar description. Professional, two and a half kids, house in the suburbs, love sports and loves their spouse, and they have three dogs and a cat, right? If you were to ask me to tell you who my audience is, I would tell you it's Lete, it's Heather, it's Tasneem, it's Marie. These are people who either listen to my podcast or they are clients. They're people that I know that I'm in touch with every single day. And I understand what is it that they want to hear about. What are their fears? What are their concerns? What's going on in their life? I don't have a generic idea of my ideal client or my ideal podcast listener in my mind. I have specific people in mind. So when I create content, I'm able to tailor it specifically to people's stories. Sometimes I'm even able to mention their name, which they love to hear. So how do you monetize your tiny audience? You get to know them. You get to know who they are, how many kids they have, what are they going through right now, what they want to hear about, what do they need to hear next? And that is how you do it. You get your confidence out because trust me, you don't want to live in a world where you're just pointing fingers at everybody else that is putting restrictions in your way. When the restrictions are self-imposed, that's a really hard reality to look at. So get your confidence out. Don't let you stop you. Number two, sell something and be selling it all the time. You want to make money? You got to sell it. And number three, talk to people. Talk to your audience and get to know them. You are able to step into that power right now. You don't have to wait until you have the numbers. So let's do it. Welcome to the magnificent, wonderful universe of monetizing your tiny audience. And thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 183. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.